Hello friend, welcome to another episode of Jackknife Chicken Truck. I'm your host, Joel Cox. So, I'm driving my Latrobe again to fly. As I said in the last episode, I got an RC, a new RC car. <coughs> Bought the servos online for it. And hopefully I get to drive that and fly some more. Fixed my planes last night. So I think I'm ready to rock and roll. So, we'll start with Wednesday. Wednesday with the Build Guild. Actually, it's probably a short recap because it started only Saturday, November 17th, I believe, 2018, at 11.07 a.m. So, <clears throat> Wednesday, went to Build Guild, and we got kicked out of the upstairs because there was a party, which I kind of knew was going to happen, because I took my my, my, mini, my micro drone with me to fly around the, around the upstairs since there's plenty of space, but because I brought that, they had to already run out that room, whatever. Thursday we did date night, Tara and I. We went to go see the girl in the spider web. I don't really remember the fourth book that much, other than being, wow, they're phoning this in. But remember correctly, <coughs> the original author died before the fourth book was finished. And his ex had the book, but they didn't want to use that source material, so they wrote their own thing. And they kind of tried to modernize Elizabeth Salander, which kind of annoyed me. But then I watched the movie... And, of course, they changed the movie around. Big surprise. But, as you know, it was one of my biggest pet peeves. I mean, really. Oh, well, nobody wants to watch that in a theater movie. But yet, we have all these dramas and all these stupid reality TV shows where we'll watch the stupidest shit for hours on end. Or, they'll tell me, oh, that's too boring. Yep. So, prime example. We went to see that Churchill movie last year, I think. Well, I think it was last year. And it was kind of, it got kind of slow and boring. But like, there's some, they tell me that this is not good, good drama, not good um, movie or whatever, cinema. But then, when you have something cool like Ready Player One, where they have like a situation where they have to reenact the movie in virtual reality, I thought that'd be a kind of cool, cool thing to see happen. But no, well, it's too boring to watch someone play a video game. Um, Twitch. I've watched people play video games all the time on Twitch. I mean, I've watched Fortnite, I've watched Quake, I've watched um, a game called Overload that I used to play. But my point is, I love that that's a cop-out. Well, you can't just do that because that would be a bad movie. Uh, that would be, be bad for visuals. Well, in the movie, in the movie Deadpool 2, um, he makes the joke that Domino's luck ability, mutant ability, will not make good cinema, yet they made it look amazing. We live in 2018. If it was 1912 or 1922 or whenever the silent movies were created, then yes, there aren't any special effects that do anything cool. But guess what? We have we have CGI. We have technology. We have we have practical effects. Uh, is it Gil Torbo? He did Pacific Rim. He built giant robots to make them look lifelike. So it can be done. I think people just don't want to spend the money. Or they think they know better than the fans. Tara and I had a discussion the other night about fan-made content compared to author-made content. So Wednesday night, I got the Ghost of Christmas Future, a.k.a. my friend Eugene, telling me, well, I can either ruin, you, I can either ruin the show French for you in this one sentence, or I can let you find out for yourself. Well, it's impossible for him to ruin the show for me, because I love the characters. And I'm just along for the ride. 
And it's J.J. Abrams. I kind of figured he's not going to tie this up well because he didn't tie Lost up that well. And by not well at all, I mean, like, he totally shit the bed. So, he basically tells me that in Fringe, they ask all these questions, much like Lost, and they don't answer a lot of these questions. And the show actually got canceled. So they did, they did do like the end of the end of the series, but they left all these unanswered questions. Now, going back to when I was in college and I took my first C programming class, they talked about garbage collection and memory usage, and how when you allocate memory, you have to deallocate memory. Like back back in the old like low like old school programming languages, you had to do garbage collection. If you made an array, you had to destroy an array. If you made, a, if you made a, a, a variable, you had to destroy the variable. Well, J.J. Abrams has no garbage collection. He'll be like, oh, I'm going to make all these cool things, and then he won't close them. Another thing I noticed was I, I came lost five, six, uh, five seasons too late. My wife, when we were dating, her, her and her friend and her friend's brother were all watching Lost together. And... The last season was starting in January. So what did I do? I powered through five seasons of Lost in one month. Now let me tell you. It's kind of hard to watch 20 episodes of a show. But when you multiply that by five. And then do that in under a month. And that's all you watch pretty much. It gets kind of monotonous. Now I did burn through Fringe in about a week. The first season. The first season. And I'm probably halfway through the second season. I mean, Fringe is fortunately one of those TV shows I can put on the background and enjoy and just rewind if I think I missed something. But, it's just, for me, it's a nice popcorn sci-fi show. But I was talking to, her, talking to Tara about how when a creator doesn't know how to, take, how to deal with their characters or their storyline, and she tells me how a lot of, you'll, you'll see a lot of fans know more than the creators of the actual characters. And that's kind of sad. Because when you think about it, some of these creators are actually just in it for the money. I mean, some are really good storytellers, but then again, some a lot of people are hindered by what they're allowed to do. Like, movies get banned all the time. Movies get boy, uh, boycotted and whatnot. Like, every other day, some movie comes out and there's a reason to boycott it. But books are kind of harder to boycott, it seems like. At least from my experience. Like, I really hear a lot of stink about a book that came out and how no one should read it or how horrible it is. Like, you can do some really shady shit in a book, but do it in a movie and all hell breaks loose. It's like, media is... A medium... Not media. Medium is just what you put it on. So, like, that... That horror movie... If you put it in a book, you can make it super gory. You put it in, in TV, you gotta make sure it's okay for children and whatnot. And, you know, people have to make sure that everything's okay, because, heaven forbid, you be a good parent and actually monitor what your kid does. No, we need to punish everybody who doesn't have children so they can't have good content. But, like, a lot of, a lot of stories should be movies. And some stories are not that hard to convert to to a movie from a book. Like, the one time I remember hearing when Watchmen came out, that Watchmen actually was too true 
to the graphic novel, which I never thought I'd ever hear, but I did. But it's always like, like I changed this for the movie. I changed that for the movie. Well, this doesn't make good cinema. This doesn't make good cinema. That the, we don't have the rights to this. We don't have the rights to that. Well, like, it blew my mind. Like with Ready Player One, Ernest Klein makes all these references to all these properties, and he's okay. But you do it in a visual medium, and all of a sudden he doesn't have the rights. So you can't do this. You can't do that. Well, shouldn't there be copyright for print media as well? It's not like he's some guy who sat in his basement and published it himself. It got published, like, naturally. Well, not naturally, but I guess it got, like, mainstream publication. But that's okay to, to use people's um, copyrights in a, in a book. Like, where, where do you draw the line? Like, I don't know. I feel like licensing stuff and, like, copyright and copyleft or whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know. I just don't know. It bothers me. Like, I don't know. I, I like I like books. I like movies. I like audiobooks. I like podcasts. I just want them to be true to what they are. Like, if you make a movie out of something, it should be as accurate as possible. You don't just change it because, well, we want to we make a different twist. Now, I watched a lot of anime from high school through college. I mean, probably, I basically got out of anime probably about... 2006, 2007-ish was when I stopped like trying to find new anime to watch. I think mainly because a lot of the stuff that comes out is stuff that I'm not interested in. Like my niche is like sci-fi, like space, space operas, um, giant mechs, like sci, like sci-fi, like crazy stuff. But like I don't see a lot of new like giant robot stuff coming out. That's not all like teenage whatever, or whatever. But I digress. The cool thing about anime is, you have your series. The series can be anywhere between 4 episodes, 13 episodes, 26, 56, 49, 108. Unfortunately, after Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, they started getting into hundreds of episodes, which is garbage. How can you... How can you tell a story in 400 episodes? Like, I feel like there's some filler there. Now the anime Gundam Wing, they were 51. They were 51 episodes, and every 10, maybe 15 episodes, they did a recap episode to let you know, hey, in case you're confused what's going on, let me recap to let you know what's going on, which is fine. But anime, they tend to do their series, and they'll do an OVA or a movie, and sometimes the movie is a parallel universe or a. It's the same characters in a different situation. Ghost in the Shell did this a lot. You had the Ghost in the Shell movies, one and two, which were together. Then you got the Ghost in the Shell TV series, which, same characters, but different situations. And that's, that's fine. If you're making a, a movie from a book, it should be true to the book. If you can't do it, don't bother. If you can't get the rights to it, you're just gonna piss off the fans. I mean, yeah, you can tell them the story, but if you can say based, if you can say based on or based on the characters from, but you don't see that. It's like, oh, this is this is this is this is based. This is the book. This is from the book Ready Player One. It just it bothers me. I want my media to be right. I want my media to be, be like. If I read the book, I like to think that I have an inside track. Like when I read the book, the book Hackers for the for the for the um for the movie hackers 
they didn't change anything to my, if I can remember. I remember the book, I was basically, I got to know what was the characters were thinking. And I think that's kind of cool. I remember when I, I read the book Goldeneye, or I read the book, uh, what else did I read? Johnny Mnemonic. Like the actual, I guess, I guess the book was based off the movie, I'm guessing. Maybe that's why they were accurate. Like Jurassic Park? was pretty accurate. I mean, they missed a, they missed a couple scenes, like Muldoon being drunk and finding a rocket launcher, or Jurassic Park 2, when Ian Malcolm is high off of painkillers. That was awesome. But, like, there's all these awesome scenes where you're like, I really want to see this, and you never get to see it. It's like, what the hell? Anyway, that's my two cents on media. So, I'm driving true. I got the serv- I bought the service for the truck. I'm going to put them in, and hopefully I'll be able to do some bashing. Because as you can see from the video, if you're watching the video version, there's snow on the ground now. Which means it's starting to become, not become flying season. Can't find my, follow my quadcopters in this weather, because when I crash, wow, the electronics get wet, and it basically tells me, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to function. Wings apparently are more forgiving. And my friend told me that they actually fly out of his, out of his office porch, and um, fly indoors, but you can still fly. And when you land on the ground, it's not that bad because there's actually a fuselage. But when I can't get out here and I want to do something fun on an RC, I've got my RC trucks to play with. I'm gonna attempt to. I'm probably gonna try and get rid of the ones I have now, and um, recoup some of the cost to buy this new truck. I don't even want to know which money I've dropped in RC cars since February. I think it was the week before Valentine's Day is when I started this whole endeavor. But, like I said, with the weather turning to crap and being a lot of mud and snow, I at least have something to play with in the outside to, to do something cool. Also, if I can get my... I bought a plane off of another friend back in FPV Fest. And, um... I've never been. I've never. Been, I've gotten in the air once since I've had it, without the help of my friend, and I crashed into a tree. So I'm hoping today I'll get to get to get this thing in the air and actually get some get some flight in. We'll see. Well, this is probably the longest episode of Jackknife Chicken Truck ever. If you have 14 minutes and 45 seconds, I'll take it. Have a good day. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let me know, Dave, if it's any good. And also, Dave, music, yay or nay, or should I just stick with this format? Have a good one, everyone.